Andy is taking the day off today. In his stead is our friend deck and port specialist, among other things, the man who wears many hats at Linda's Construction, Luke Panic. Luke, uh, Luke, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Denny. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. It's good to have you back on uh, CCO Radio once again. Uh, folks who are regular listeners uh, know uh, that Luke is pretty well-rounded if you have any kind of a home improvement question, but especially, and we like to to underscore that, if you have a question about decks, decking, porches, here's the guy you want to ask your question to. Luke uh, has been uh, with the Linus for quite a few years. He's been in the construction business his whole life, I think. Is that pretty uh, fair to say? Yeah, I had a a small break while I was in college, about four years, and uh, a year or two after that, I had an office job. But other than that, I've been somehow involved with construction one way or another most of that time, yeah. Yeah, the office work didn't. Uh, it was the construction biz that called you. You could, you could hear it calling you. That's right, and it was called back to it. I grew up in it as a as a youth, and all through high school, and got called back to it later in life. Never thought so that if, was going to uh, happen, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> life throws us those curves. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. have uh, again any kind of a home improvement question, it doesn't have to be limited to decks or porches. But we always like to uh, to have uh, Luke on to address those specifics. So if you have that kind of a question, take advantage of it. 651-461-9226. You can call and chat with Luke if you like, or if you can just send a text if that's easier for you, like a lot of folks are already doing. 651-461-9226. I'll tell you what, let's just let's grab them as we can here, and then uh, there's some other questions in between that I have as well that I've uh, collected. Uh, this one has uh, has is about windows, specifically Marvin windows, and I know that Andy and I have talked about that uh, that particular brand, great brand, uh, uh, for um, you know for years. Texter wants to know: Does Lindis do warranty work for Marvin windows? That would depend on the problem with the window. If it was an yeah. installation. If it was an installation problem of some sort, we would probably be able to help. If it's a uh, a manufacturing defect, hardware or a sash failure or glass failure, Marvin would um, probably handle that. So it just depends on what the problem is and why why it failed and what the warranty problem was. But if you give us a call, uh, we can certainly send someone out to take a look at it. Yeah, we'll give that number occasionally here. Uh, it's it's an easier number to remember than uh, than the old one for sure. Eight four four nine Lindus. Eight four four nine L I N D U S. We'll give you that uh, as uh, we move through the hour. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. If if uh, Lindus put in some great uh, Infinity by Marvin Windows and there was an issue, I'm sure that would be taken care of uh, very easily and very quickly too. Um, I was thinking about decks, and uh, I wanted to ask you about materials. What uh, did you get a lot of requests? A lot of people uh, requesting your presence at their homes to uh, maybe plan on a deck for this uh, this year, this spring and summer. Yeah, we've been busy um, the last month. It's really picked up with requests for deck consultations for design and. Uh, sometimes new ones that aren't even there yet or replacing ones that are in rougher shape. Uh, we've had a, uh, an increase this past month quite a bit. So I've trudged in the snowbanks around to the back <laughs> of a few homes 
uh, trying to help people try to help people envision uh, something back there other than the the squirrel tracks in the snow. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been uh, picking up. What kind of materials are uh, do do people have? What kind of choices these days than uh, just like the old days, just cedar or or some treks or some such? And what about design? Uh, have you come up with? Because you you can really you've done this for years, and you you can come up with some pretty doggone good designs. But what kind of materials are available for people these days? Well, you know, it's everybody wants something. It seems most everybody wants something that is uh, they can sell or get rid of their paintbrush. They want to be done doing that, and and so pretty much anything that we show people is going to be pretty maintenance free. Uh, a lot of metal railing systems that we like to use, uh, and we we use a lot of the millboard decking and the AZEC uh, decking. Both of them are. Uh, products that I think work well for our climate, mostly because they don't contain any sawdust. They don't seem to expand or contract like other composites do. Uh, we have them. Actually, it's a, it's a great time to go look at these products. We've got the Home and Garden Show going on right now. Yeah, uh, Millboard, that's right. Yeah, Millboard, Millboard has a really nice booth uh, displaying the Millboard product. As people ask about that, it's not as widely spread out there to see it. So uh, the millboard booth is good to see. Um, and then we have three different booths there at the Home and Garden Show. So it's definitely that time of year when uh, people are getting out and, and starting to plan and picture products. So we have these decking, uh, this deck uh, materials on display. People come down and walk on them and touch them and try to uh, rub their feet around on them and, and grab the railing and, and, and test all this stuff out. That's a great idea, and uh, boy, it's, it's it sure seemed to me like this uh, this uh, home railing and, and and test all this stuff out. That's a great idea, and uh, boy, it's, it's it sure seemed to me like this uh, this uh, home and garden show, which, by the way, today and tomorrow are the last days uh, at the uh, convention center. That it came it came upon us pretty quickly, <laughs> I guess. It just seems like it to me, anyway. But yeah, take advantage of it. Get down there so you can you can touch and see. And so, so Linda says uh, three areas there, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, we've got three different booths there displaying different things. One of the booths has everything, and then we've got a window booth that's showing the Marvin uh, Infinity, and then we've got a Leaf Guard booth uh, that's showing the Leaf Guard gutter. Yeah, you've got to see the leaf guard gutter. We've told you about those for so many years now, but that's your chance to actually see them in person too, outside of like the state fair or something. So, yeah, that's uh, Home and Garden Show this uh, this weekend. You mentioned rail systems. Uh, do people even with uh, with uh, cedar, let's say an old cedar uh, deck decking, uh, they're, they get tired of sanding and staining those, uh, you know, the old rail system. Do people call up Lindis and say, hey, get rid of this old stuff. I want a new, uh, you know, low-maintenance rail system. That happens often, I presume it does. Yeah, it does. The The railing is oftentimes the the thing that rots the first, uh, first, first thing to go, where the a lot of times with cedar railings where the, where the cuts come together, where they've mitered the cuts, organic material gets in that cut and it holds moisture and it doesn't dry out so the end the boards rot from the end and so there's a lot of railings out there that are uh, in disrepair and, and oftentimes we're able to uh, find a way to just replace the railing uh, not always sometimes the deck's in bad enough shape that it just makes sense to do the deck too but yeah we can uh, we can just put railing on too from time to time yeah 
Tell you what, I'm getting a signal here. Time to take a break, but let's invite our listeners, uh, Luke, to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a, any kind of a home improvement question, again, it doesn't have to be about decks or porches, but we urge you, if you have one specific to decks, uh, Luke is uh, the deck and porch specialist at Lindis. He'll feel that question for you or any home improvement question you have. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's see what do we have for a current official temperature reading. Uh, Still overcast, 28 degrees in the Twin Cities, and it looks like we're heading to near 37. The weather folks are saying gradually becoming sunny today, but uh, Sunday, Monday looks like kind of a rain and snow mixed, breezy couple of days coming up. 37 today here, that's the daytime high. Right now, 28 on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We're here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy taking the day off today. Luke Panic is back. Luke happens to be the, uh, among other things, deck and port specialist with uh, Lindus Construction. Yeah, if you, uh, if you want to get Luke out to your house and uh, maybe give some idea of what you can, uh, what you can have uh, one of these days in a, a new deck, maybe build a brand new one, maybe uh, you know, spruce up an old one. Uh, either way, uh, just eight four four nine Lindis, and we'll get you that number before uh, Luke leaves us again today. If you have any kind, doesn't have to be about decks. Any kind of a question that's related to home improvement, we'll be glad to feel that at six five one four six one nine two two six. Here's a uh, another question for you, Luke. Texter says, would it be uh, okay or a good idea to use some mold-proof primer to repaint and refresh my bathroom ceiling? As I repaint that room, even though it says in the can it is it has a primer in it, the ceiling is white now, so it seems to make sense, even though it is quote a primer. Uh, what would you? I'm kind of old school. I think I'd still use a primer. But what, what about that question about a mold-proof primer? Well, um, I'm skeptical to say that anything is completely mold-proof, but there yeah. are certainly prime. Yeah, there are certainly primers that are. Uh, uh, better in covering up mold stains. Um, the the one that I use, and I've I've done this a time or two. We had a bathroom at our house that kept getting a moldy ceiling. Uh, I don't know if the exhaust fan wasn't working enough, or the uh, children of mine using it didn't turn the fan on. That could be too. But uh, the the what I do is I wash, I wash it with like a fifty fifty solution of bleach and water to kill and uh, rub off as much of that black mildew or mold that's there. Then I let it dry, and then I prime it with uh, a bin product, bin 123. You can find that at any store. Uh, Specifically, there's one that is bin 123 plus. It says P-L-U-S right on the can. That plus means a lot, and it does a great job of blocking that stain and preventing it from coming back. And then moving forward, the best thing to do is to have some sort of a paint that has uh, a decent sheen to it. Um, flat paints grow mold a lot faster and easier than paints that have a, a semi-gloss or a satin finish. So I would use a, at least a satin finish, even better a, a semi-gloss that, that you can easily wipe down and, and it seems to handle the moisture a lot better in a bathroom. I haven't used that bin product of the old for years now, but as I recall, at least w- what I use, and you, you mentioned a newer one, uh, but I remember initially 
the uh, product was a white pigmented shellac in there. It was really yeah. good stuff. It really sealed uh, sealed good good stuff. But yeah, it's a good product. Yeah. Um, getting away from okay, I tell you what, let's we got a, a phone call coming in. Let's do this. Uh, Scott, I think, is calling in from uh, Plymouth this morning. Scott, thanks for calling in. What is your question for Luke? Yeah, I have a composite deck, and from the brother stand, I have some rust on the deck. How do I clean that up without wrecking the composite? Well, do you know what kind of composite decking you have? No. Is it? Is it? Can you see flecks of sawdust in the surface, or does it have a? Is it pretty solid color? Pretty as uh, a sheen to it. Uh, it's a solid color. It, it looks like wood. Okay. I mean, it's. So it looks okay. like wood. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would start with um, gentle cleaners and work my way up. As simple as uh, a, a mixture of Dawn just soap and water. If that didn't get it off, then I would go to a deck uh, brightener conditioner that you can buy that's designed for synthetic materials at any of the stores. You can buy it. Sometimes it's pre-mixed. Sometimes it's a powder you mix in. I would start with that. And if that didn't work, then I would try an actual rust inhibitor that you would use to get rust stains out of a, of a toilet or a sink that has rust, uh, rust stains in it. There's different ones that you can buy, different cleaners that are specifically designed for rust. Uh, that would be my steps of, of trying to get the, the, the rust off the deck. Good luck with that. Now, what about uh, the product we mentioned, the millboard uh, product that uh, you can see, at, like uh, Luke mentioned at the Home and Garden uh, Show uh, this weekend? What what uh, what kind of maintenance does that stuff? Because I know you guys like that a lot. Andy's talked about that a lot. We do. We love it uh, primarily because of its unique look and texture. It, it just looks as it's the most authentic uh, synthetic board out there. Uh, maintenance on it is simple. Uh, clean it once in a while, um, and every house is different, but I live in the woods, so I get a ton of debris and pollen and tree sticks and leaves and stuff on my deck, so I, I got to wash it off a couple of times a summer, uh, but that's essentially all that needs to be done with these with these better synthetics is they don't, the ones that, that have a, a solid surface that doesn't have any wood flour mixed in with it, they don't grow molds and mildews very easily, so uh, keeping them clean is really the only maintenance. So, uh, you know, and you can use cleaners. I just use a pressure washer um, and wash off my deck every spring and fall and, and maybe once in between there just because the spider webs build up. But other than that, that's all the maintenance that needs to be done. It's pretty slick like that. Low maintenance, yeah. that's the key phrase. Uh, Luke, hang on. We're going to take a quick break here and uh, look at that forecast, see what's coming along of this coming week for uh, not only our listeners, but the crews at Lindis as well, see what they're up against. We'll have a look at that forecast, and we'll have about another half hour of the show to go. Any kind of a home improvement question, especially decks this morning, call or text 651 461 9226. Back with more here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO.
Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented by Linda's Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, this morning, Andy's taking the day off. However, our friend Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist at Linda's Construction, is answering any kind of home improvement question you uh, you may have this morning, specifically if you have a deck or decking question. Here's the guy you want to chat with. You can either call and uh, talk to Luke yourself or send him a text. Either way, it's one number to remember, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. Look, there's a question about uh, boy. We get this from time to time, usually on siding. But the texter says the woodpeckers did substantial damage to my deck railings last fall, about an inch deep. Is there a good repair for that? Thanks for the great show. Thank you. Uh, whoa, is there any way to repair this, Luke? Well, usually. It's a cedar board that's been attacked by our friends, the woodpeckers, because there's bugs in there. And the way you, you really just have to replace it, you can try to fill an, a, a cedar knot hole or a woodpecker hole with wood filler, but it's just going to crack and fall out. So it really, the wood just needs to be replaced. Nothing like uh, metal railings, though, right? I love them. Uh, I specifically like uh, the Fortress product. A company by Fortress that makes a uh, galvanized uh, steel railing. I think it's the best because it's welded. And it's really strong. But yeah, nothing hurts it. The red squirrels don't bother it. The birds don't bother it. Um, it's, uh, I, I really think it's the way to go. You know, when you were our, at our house uh, showing some different options about the rail systems uh, and over the years, again, how things have changed, tell us a little bit, describe some of the, the lighting that you could have added to your uh, deck, railings, things like that. We do, yeah, it's, we do a lot of lighting, and it's popular, especially in the fall when, you know, the days get shorter. Um, probably the most popular way to, to illuminate a deck is with the uh, caps of the rail posts uh, being illuminated with like a perimeter, like a ring that goes around and kind of shines light down and around the post. Uh, we can do it two ways. We can use um, LED solar ones where they have a solar lens on the top, and they, so they, ought to, they, they just come on at dusk, and, they, and then they shut off in the morning. Otherwise, for a little bit better system or a little more more controllable is the low voltage system where we we put in wiring, low voltage wiring, and there's a transformer, and then we wire the lights that way. So in the post caps is one way. Another way is to to do them, we recess them into the floor, kind of like you would recess a can light in the ceiling of your of your house, we can recess the, the lights into the decking and do it around mm. the perimeter or put them into the steps or the risers of the steps and they're flush, flush to the surface of the, of the deck. So you're not tripping over them, but they kind of light up a deck that way. So th- those are the most popular ways that we seem to uh, illuminate decks. And it looks great. Uh, they're, they're really, you know, they've come a long way as far as durability. It's, it's uh, obviously tough to hold up. And the weather that we give it, people out there, you know, we all got how much snow on our decks. And, but they, they really hold up quite well and um, are a nice feature on a deck. I know my wife and I love our, our deck lights on our deck. I was going to say that's a pretty, for stairs especially, a pretty good uh, safety feature. You know, as far yeah, as, yeah, well, absolutely. Um, I was going to ask you a question. I completely oh, I know what it was. Uh, you talk about low voltage, so the lighting that uh, whatever form it may take doesn't take a lot of juice, right? It's pretty uh, low electricity use, right? 
Yeah, very, very little, very little. And even, you know, the bulbs are all LEDs, so they last, you know, yeah. 100, 100 years. Who knows how long they last, but they, they yeah. last a long time, and they use very little electricity. You have a deck question, you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, call Luke or text him, 651-461-9226. Here's a question about a cedar deck. Uh, will a cedar deck last longer if stained, or is staining just for looks? That's interesting. No, no, that's a really good question, and it staining absolutely is necessary with cedar. Cedar um, does not hold up well. Uh, if it's unstained or untreated. So it, it should be maintained, specifically the end cuts. Uh, sealing the end cuts of, of cedar decking is really important because that's where it rots first, wherever uh, the end of the board wants to wick moisture into the end and not dry out. So any cedar deck should be um, sealed uh, regularly, uh, at least every other year, I would say. You know, over the years, you and I, and Andy as well, uh, talk about uh, various products for that very thing. And I realized over the years, too, that you said the huge percentage of folks uh, are requesting low-maintenance decks versus uh, cedar or another wood product. But uh, are are there any sealant stains that, uh, since you and I have been talking about this, have come around? I mean, we've talked about sickens. Uh, we've talked about uh, what, what are a couple of other brands we, we've mentioned too. We've talked about Penafin in the past. You've used that. Um, that mm-hmm. has worked well. Um, and the one I most recently tried on a Cabot deck was called um, it was Cabot's. Cabot's came out with a timber oil product that was a different uh, resin base than a normal uh, linseed oil. And so the the, the timber oil. Uh, has held up well, too. Uh, it's been three years since I've done that deck. I'm probably going to do it this Memorial weekend. I'm going to put another coat on it, but it's been two years, and I'm going to put down another coat and, and see how that looks. And I'll report on that after Memorial weekend, oh, yeah. and we'll see how that has held up. Well, I'll ask you then, too, uh, but I'll ask you now, in preparation for applying that uh, coat, what will you do to the deck in prepping it? Anything further? Well, I'll... Uh, I'll I'll try to get it the power washed. Uh, just mm-hmm. make sure that it's clean. Let it dry at least a day or two, and then uh, try to bribe my my mom or dad to stain it while I'm out fishing. <laughs> There's a method to your madness. I can see. It. Yeah. All yeah. right. You know. All right. You rascal, you. Uh, here's a yeah. text, uh, Luke. Uh, my father's deck has one footing that is pushing one corner of the deck up, making it uneven. What do you think could be done for this problem? Texter asks. Well, that is a problem we deal with every year. And we'll start getting phone calls here at the end of March um, for footings and decks that have moved and lifted. And what's happened is the, the ground and the moisture is froze. And, and it's caused that concrete footing to crack and separate, and the ground lifts it up, and then it doesn't go back down. And so footings work their way up more commonly than anything, not their way down. So when a corner of a deck or a staircase is lifted up out of plumb or level, then uh, what has to be there's, – there's the short-term fix and there's the long-term fix. The short-term fix is you lift up the deck, you cut the post off, and then you lower the deck back down on top of that post so that it's level. And that'll fix it until next winter when it moves some more. So uh, if you want a, a permanent fix is to lift up the deck a little bit, take the weight off the post, remove the post, 
excavate out the old footing and put in a new footing. Uh, we would, we, if we do it, we'll come out and we'll put in a helical screw that'll screw down into the earth and, and we'll never move. That That's our solution. You can also put in a new concrete footing and uh, if done properly, those can last too, but they seem to fail more than anything. So I was thinking about um, decks and decking. I was uh, I had seen some video, and I can't tell you even where it was. It was a, it had to be a couple of months ago, about uh, some construction on a deck, and the, the the guys were putting on the decking itself has had not been uh, you know put on yet, but they were putting what looked like some kind of tape, whether it was a waterproof kind of tape or something, on uh, the substructure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a good product, and it's a good uh, – I, I think it's a great idea. Specifically, uh, I like to see them those those tapes used when you cut out a 2x12 to notch out for your stair risers and treads. You really open up the grain of the wood when you cut out those little triangles. And so those seem to rot the first with treated wood. So by putting that tape on there, you're helping keep the moisture out of that stair stringer. And it, it and it's a good precaution to do on regular joists too. I think it's uh, I think it's just fine. Uh, longer lasting, uh, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. What, what is it called again? It's a butyl based tape. Not you know not unlike the the type of materials that you would use to flash a window sill, a window uh, rough mm. opening tape. Uh, or similar to an ice and water product that you'd put on the eave of your roof. It's all, they're all there's there's different ones, but they're they're all similar materials like that. So when you put a fastener, they're sticky, and you put it on the joist. And when you put a screw through that decking and down into that joist, it should seal around that screw a little bit and help keep moisture out of there. Pretty slick. I like that. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. we talked about that because I've been many meaning to ask you whenever we talk again about seeing that video, and uh, interesting. Hang on, Luke. We're going to take a, a quick break here. We've got a few m- minutes remaining, and we do have some text messages. We want to help some folks out here, too. If you have any kind of home improvement questions, specifically decks, you can call Luke or text Luke at 651-461-9226. Back with more home improvement here on News Talk 830 WCCO. minutes of our home improvement show we're around every saturday in the nine o'clock hour thanks to our friends at lindus construction yeah you want to get in touch uh, with uh, lindus maybe you want a new deck maybe you want some leaf guard gutters or whatever the case don't forget you can see uh, three different booths at the home and garden show this weekend it's going to be today and tomorrow that's it and then the uh, that show is over but uh, uh, in the meantime um let me give you a phone number and a website, and uh, if that that'll work for you, eight four four nine Lindus. If you want to get in touch, eight four four nine L I N D U S. You can always get on the web at lindusconstruction.com. If you're just joining us, Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist at Lindus Construction, is filling in for Andy today, answering those uh, particular questions, the home improvement type. Here's another one for you, Luke. My uh, detached garage floor floods in the spring. I don't think it's coming in through the door. I think it's coming through cracks in the floor or the wall or something. What do you think can be done, if anything, to prevent this? Well, preventative, uh, the preventative thing for that is to put poly underneath the concrete when you pour it. Um, and there's not a lot you can do after it's been poured uh, because th- they're getting some ground pressure water and, and what's happening in between 
in between the frost leaving the ground, if it's an unheated structure, the, 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 the it's thawing out, but the water can't soak into the ground yet, so it's it's getting into the garage floor. I, I don't know that there's much you can do about that um, at this point because, if, if, like I said, if it's not a heated building, frost is getting in there and, and working its moisture is working its way up through that way. If you filled the cracks, it's not going to stop the water from coming through. So I don't know that there's a solution for that other than uh, what I do is I'll run a dehumidifier in my garage uh, to help get rid of that as quickly as possible. Uh, but that's that's about all you can do. I'm just looking at the next question, uh, Luke, and boy, I'm glad I'm not having to do this anymore, at least not recently. I'll just read it. Uh, we're in the process of stripping 30-year-old wallpaper. Wallpaper came off okay, but now we're scraping glue. Any suggestions on how to prime the wall before we paint? There inevitably will be some glue residue left on the wall despite our best efforts to scrape it all off. That is a tough job. It's a terrible job. And, uh, you know, what What I've done when I've had to do that is use the use the, the strippers or removers that they, that they commonly sell. And then if you dry it out good... Uh, after you're done with that, get a fan on it, dry it out, use a dehumidifier, get it dried out well, and then you can actually uh, sand it, sand off uh, the roughness of that glue, and what comes off comes off, and what stays stays, and then uh, and then and then paint. You can use a good primer, and then a finished coat, and it, there might be a little bit of texture there left over, but that's not the you know the paint. The, the two coats of paint you're going to put over it, the primer and two finished coats, is also going to have texture, so well, it should look pretty good. Yeah, but that is, it seems like you could wash walls forever, and it's still yeah. you know, still there. Um, You're right. Here's another one for you before we run out of time. On the roof of our sunroom is a deck, Texter says. We had an ice dam on the deck, and water came into the sunroom from above, especially along the edges of where the deck meets the house. What can be done, do you think? It sounds like a ledger flashing leak, and that can be very damaging and dangerous. So um, we need to look at how that is connected to the house uh, and why moisture is getting in there. That should not that should not happen. So that's that's something that should be looked at and can be very dangerous. All right, let's see what we have here. Uh, Texter says this: I have two columns at my front porch that are currently painted. I, this kind of jumps around here, so bear with me. I'd like to have the cedar look, but 18 inches is quite wide for a sheet of cedar, and I also prefer not to maintain the cedar. Any low-maintenance material to have a cedar column look? Yeah. Uh, LP SmartSide makes a phenomenal product. Uh, I have pillars like that on my own house that were built out from a uh, inside there's a six by six and they were built out to like a eight, 16 or an 18 inch column. And uh, LP SmartSide makes a three eighths inch soffit panel material that's textured like wood. You can get it pre-finished in any of their colors. They have what's called their expert finish and then we also use what's called the diamond coat finish. And you can get natural-looking stained wood looks with uh, several different tints to them. So they probably have seven or eight different natural stained looks that you can get that look like stained cedar but require no maintenance. The finish on it is really good, and it lasts, you know, 35 years. Wow. I was going to ask again, uh, for folks that may be tuning in uh, that little bit late, uh, that uh, if if you're heading to the Home and Garden Show, again, that's this weekend at the Convention Center downtown, uh, today and tomorrow, that's it. 
what can you what can you see, Linda? Linda says what three places there, right? Yeah, we've got three booths. One is a general booth that has everything, um, a little bit of everything. We've got a booth and that's specifically uh, windows, and then we have a booth that is specifically for leaf guard. So. A big, big time of the year for windows and gutters, and of course, people planning for the spring. And Luke, uh, before you take your leave today, if uh, folks uh, are interested in uh, maybe getting a new deck or having you and your crews out to uh, see what can be done at their house for a new deck this year or next, whenever their time or budget allows, or maybe a new porch, what's what can they do? What's the best uh, first move for them? Well, uh, give us a call, and uh, we'll set up an appointment that works for you and come out and take a look at it. Um, usually, uh, whether you want a new deck because you don't have one or you want to just take a, have us look at your existing deck and, and give you advice on what kind of condition it's in and, and what needs to be done to update it, um, either case, uh, we'll come out and assess your situation. We'll be just grumpy for just a little bit when we have to walk around in the snow. But then, then when we get back in, if, if you have a cup of coffee, that'd be great. And we'll we'll sit down and, and show you what can be done as far as the urgency, if anything's unsafe or if it's fine and you don't need to worry about it. Or sometimes it's just aesthetics if people just want it to look better and, and, yeah. and be nicer for spring. So uh, we'll do that, uh, and we do it all in one visit and, and show you uh, pictures of all these products that we talk about on the radio. We bring samples of them with us and pictures, and you can see and touch it all. Easy enough. Luke, always great. Eight four four nine Linus. Give them a call this coming Monday. And, Luke, uh, let's uh, do this once again when you have time, all right? Sounds good, Daddy. Take care. All right. Have a good week. Luke Panic. From Linda's Construction. Just a reminder, we're going to be back uh, on uh, the radio tomorrow morning. We're going to be visiting with a a dermatologist. So if you have any skin questions, we'll be fielding those tomorrow morning in the 7 o'clock hour. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hope to see sunshine later today. Right now, it's 28 degrees.